Wow, this is、uh, day fourteen of our Advent unwrapping the gift of Christmas series, and today is our final day looking at our peace journey. So the second week has been focusing on peace,、um, and wow, it has just been such an incredible week. I know I have definitely been challenged. In my own life, about how much do I draw on the peace of God? How much do I acknowledge the Prince of Peace in my life? And how much am I being a peacemaker for somebody else?、Um, but today, our focus is going to be on the fullness of peace, so the fullness of God's peace in our life. And as we reach the culmination of our journey, and we reflect on the fullness of peace that is found in Christ, this is not just a fleeting sense of calm, but a deep. Abiding tranquility that permeates every aspect of our lives. You know, people are going to be asking, "How can you be so calm in the situation? How can you be so peaceful? How? Why are you not freaking out?" And it's because we have the fullness of God's peace in our lives. Our、um, Bible reading for today is taken from Colossians chapter three, verse fifteen, and it says. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since, as members of one body, you were called to peace. And be thankful. <laughs> I love that little sentence at the end. And be thankful. And here, you know, the Apostle Paul is encouraging the Colossian, the Colossians, to let the peace of Christ rule in their hearts. This isn't a passive peace,、um, but an active ruler. Woo! Isn't that that is. That's a challenge, right there. This is not a passive piece, but this is an active ruler, guiding and directing our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions. Oh my goodness! As a mindset coach, I love this. My my goal in life is to help people to to be in control of their thoughts. You know, to take control of the negativity on their thoughts, to bring about positive thinking. And I don't just mean la la land positive thinking, but like actual. I am in control of my thoughts. I have control of what I think. I have control of how I respond, and so I just love this.、Um, you know that this is not a passive piece, but an active ruler. It's guiding and directing our thoughts, and it's guiding and directing our emotions, and guiding and directing our actions. We have this is. Ah,、oh, <laughs> I'm so excited about this. You know, how can we daily embrace this fullness of peace, this active peace in our lives, every single day? As a mindset coach, one of the things I teach my clients is to have their happy toolbox, and、uh, I might do a, a podcast one day on the happy toolbox, but. There are. We can have a peace toolbox that we can have where we are able to practically embrace the peace of Christ in our lives. That can bring a that can bring a profound change on our outlook and on our daily living. And this is how we live in the fullness of peace. So daily embracing the peace of Christ. You know, this is starting our day off in prayer. Yesterday we talked about Thanksgiving, and I shared how every morning before I even get out the bed, before I even open my eyes or pick up my phone to start scrolling, the very first thing I'm doing is being in a place of Thanksgiving and supplication. And so starting our day in prayer, this is surrendering the worries and the anxiety. Anxieties and and all of our plans to God, I do that at the beginning of the day, and I want to encourage you to do it too. Sometimes it looks like 
a meditative devotional time, you know, where you have, you're sitting down, you're praying. Other times it's while you're grabbing a piece of toast and running out the door, but it's inviting his peace to reign in your heart. So can you set a reminder on your phone that's got like peace signs on it or, you know, something or a label that says, ask God to bring his peace into my heart today. Just a reminder that says, invite his peace to reign in your heart today. Um, like I said, I do this before I even get out of the bed. And then I continue to do it in my daytime. Like, okay, God, <laughs> that was a little bit crazy. I need your peace right now. God help me. I had um, a good friend uh, many years ago when we lived in Zimbabwe and she had four children and I only had two at the time. And I was like, I'm, I need your help. And she said, you know, sometimes... We just have to sit on the stair and count backwards, count from 10 down to one um, and just take a breath. And in that moment, invite God for his peace to reign in your heart. Because there are times when I want to yell and there are times when I want to react and there are times when I want to get really angry. And those are the times when I need to remember, just go sit on the stairs and my kids will be like, what are you doing? I said, I'm just getting my peace. I am just getting my peace. And instead of hurting somebody with my tongue and the things I say, um, I can ask God for his peace in my life. And then another way is to meditate on scripture. So I love reading the Bible. I love um, learning scripture verses. But how could you regularly immerse yourself in the words of the Bible? How do you regularly hear the words? One of the things my husband does um, I'm not so good at this, but he's really good at it is the thing he does before he gets out of bed is he listens to a chapter or a portion of the Bible that he's going through on his phone while he's still waking up. He's hearing those words of scripture wash over him before he gets out. And this ability to let the promises of God's peace permeate our thoughts and guide our actions that can come about from just you know, being soaked by scripture, by the word of God. And it's so easy, right? These days, like we all have the Bible app or a prayer app that we use and you can put it on and just allow it to play, allow it to, um, to wash over you. If you struggle to read the paper and you feel like you fall asleep, just allow it to, to wash over you the words, put it on in your car or while you're washing the dishes or, you know, in between meetings that you have. Um, it doesn't have to be studying chapter after chapter after chapter, but hearing the promises from the Bible just really is a source of inspiration and reminder of the peace that we get to embrace every single day. I tell you what, we've been studying um, the book of Proverbs and it is incredibly challenging. <laughs> Sometimes I definitely feel like the fool uh, that they describe in Proverbs. I'm like, oh, I do that maybe a little bit too much. Maybe I should change. And so it, it's practical to listen to the Bible. And then I've been studying the Old Testament in one of my theology classes and I told you the other day, I'm like, there's a whole lot of murder and other weird stuff that's going on in this. But it has been so good to read and hear the stories um, that, you know, I heard in Sunday school or I've read and heard in sermons. But for me to actually read and immerse myself in those stories and hear God's promises and see God's redemptive plan for them over and over and over again has been so encouraging. So please 
jump into your Bible, listen to it, read it, do something with it, and uh, and it will encourage you and bring in God's peace for your life. And then practice gratitude. I think I have said this on just about every single episode since we started this, but cultivate a thankful heart. Cultivate a thankful heart. Acknowledge and express gratitude for the blessings both the big blessings and the small blessings, everything that you encounter each day, um, just create a sense of gratitude in your home, in your workplace, you know, thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for pouring my tea. Thank you for sending me that note. Thank you for sending the email on time. It doesn't matter what it is, just cultivate a thankful heart. And I know that that will generate so much more peace in your life. And then lastly is to choose peace in our relationships. So in moments of tension or conflict, how can you choose the path of peace? I don't mean giving up or quitting or compromising on your values, but there are ways that the Bible talks about, you know, our words being like honey or, um, you know, turning a, turning away wrath, like not engaging into these arguments. How can we choose the path of peace? How can you seek reconciliation in some of your relationships or be able to forgive somebody that hurt you? And remember, when we forgive somebody that hurt us, it doesn't mean we have to give that person the same access to our life that they used to have. But it means we don't carry that burden of unforgiveness in our lives. How can we extend grace to others where maybe they've, you know, disappointed us too many times? Maybe they just need another chance. I don't know. I don't want to be a relationship expert for you today. But I do know that there are options every single day where we can choose peace in relationships, where the way that we speak about other people is important. You know, um, I saw a survey the other day that said when we are speaking badly about somebody else, the person that's listening to us is more often turned off of us. Like they, you know, they begin to see the stuff we're saying about somebody else, they begin to see that in us. So they identify with that mumbling and that gossiping of somebody else they identify within our lives instead of with the other person and that's important to know that you know when when we're discussing the hurt of somebody else how are we talking about that person because that's how our friends are going to view us if we keep slandering somebody else they're going to see us in that light and one of the ways of being able to choose peace in relationships is even if the person has hurt you Watch how you are describing them or how you are talking about them. Um, that forgiveness allows you to talk about them with a, with God's heart as opposed to our hurt heart, and it offers us the opportunity for healing. So extend grace to others, even if you don't allow them back into your life, at least speak about them as a person of value, the way God would see them, um, the way you would want to be spoken of. I honestly hope that this week discussing peace and being able to embrace the peace of Christ has been helpful for you. I pray that it's been a blessing for you. I know it has just been so helpful to me. And I just want to 
um, encourage you to let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Embrace it daily. Allow it to transform how you navigate your life's challenges. And I'm honestly, I've appreciated being able to share with this with you this week so much. So I want to pray for you as we close out this week. And tomorrow we start a new theme. But Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for the promise of your peace. As we embrace the fullness of your peace, as we allow it to rule in our hearts, to transform us from the inside out, I pray that you would guide us in daily choices that align with your peace, that we would be instruments of your peace to our world. And Jesus, please, my friends that are hurting and that are in pain, won't you flood them with your peace today? Give them a very special message that you love them, that you care for them, and that you want to fill their hearts with peace today. I ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. So thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on this journey this week. I pray that the peace of Christ would be with you. And until we meet again tomorrow, take care and God bless and have a fabulous day.